another example of corporate welfare happening in Missouri? I think that's what's on the list. Let's find out from Brenda. How are you, Brenda? I'm fine, Gary. How are you doing? I'm doing well. So... You want me to launch in? Yeah, we're, we have a, a company, a big uh, Fortune 500 company, Centene, here in the St. Louis metropolitan area, Clayton to be exact, uh, seeking $147 million in public help for their expansion in Clayton which is sort of our second downtown. You know, we have the St. Louis City, where, of course, there's the additional 1% earnings tax. If you just move out to Clayton, you immediately save 1%. So they're located in Clayton. They have a huge office building there, and they want to build more office space, hotels, restaurants. Does this sound familiar? (laughs) (laughs) It does have a kind of a familiar ring to it. (laughs) Yeah, and and, um, the project, which will go over multiple years is um, over 771 million but they want the taxpayers to kick in 147 million and that'll come from state and local sources tax increment financing which you as you are familiar with is property tax abatement personal property tax abatement they want some Missouri economic development credits so it's a pretty big package. And when I look at this, I have to say, uh, Centene has been acquiring property over the last four years. So they clearly were contemplating doing something in the area. They're promising um, that there'll be 2,000 jobs there. Now, 1,000 of those jobs would be coming from jobs already in other parts of the St. Louis County area and another new 1,000 jobs. And... The thing is, is that when you look at this whole proposal, the way I look at it is really, it's they're asking the taxpayers to finance their ability to diversify their portfolio. They're going to be basically, instead of just dealing in um, health care, they're going to want to become property owners and landlords. So this is just crony capitalism, corporate war- welfare at the state level. Um, and local level. And local level. And... Everybody else has to pay for this. Exactly. And it is um, it is the kind of thing where you look at it and you ask, why? Why are we getting involved in what private investors want to do to expand their businesses and increase the return to their shareholders? And, and it really, as I said, they've been acquiring property. They've obviously had a view towards expansion at some point. Uh, if you you know if you do the math, the amount of money the taxpayers are being asked to create a thousand jobs, which may or may not materialize, because as we know, experience has shown they often don't materialize. But basically, to to help this company compete with other buildings, there are a number of buildings in Clayton. It's a very attractive area. Private investors are going to come in there and invest, but there is office space available. They're going to have a hotel, which will compete with other hotels that are there, restaurants that will compete with other restaurants that are there. The difference is a number of them haven't been subsidized. And this truly is government picking winners and losers. And what we see are these companies with a, with good lawyers are, are getting the benefits. And their argument will be, well, if you don't give it to, to us, and this is what the company says, we might just expand in California. Well, I don't know about you, Gary, but if I were a company and I was looking at whether I wanted to expand in Missouri or California, I would say Missouri is a lot more attractive from a tax perspective than California is. Well, not just a tax perspective, but you know, as badly as I think we're overregulated, California is by far um, 
more regulatory uh, uh, mm-hmm. burden uh, than, than we do. But, That's exactly right. So if we take the logic that you've just applied to this particular case, Brenda, and we reverse it, ergo we can lower people's taxes uh, across the board, then I would I would imagine the real goal of, of uh, this whole movement to create jobs and, and uh, have businesses come to Missouri and expand in Missouri would actually happen. You're correct. I think it's pretty simple. Why don't we begin with the simple stuff? Reduce the regulatory and tax burden on businesses. Let's be a state that says you are welcome here and make that process easy rather than saying, you know, if you're clever enough, you get the right lawyers, you put together a really neat package, then we'll help you out. Oh, and you, by the way, who've been here for 30 years, we don't care so much about you. It's it's just really wrong policy. And it, it it unfortunately is a prime example of our how our state has been operating. We need people who are willing to give more critical thought to the proper role of government and development. And as I say, what we're seeing is these people think, well, we know what the next best thing is, and we're going to help subsidize it. But there's no accountability at the end when what was promised doesn't come to fruition. I say, you know, you look at Clayton, they're going to build office space. They're going to have hotels there. We don't need, as taxpayers, to subsidize that process in any way. Let the free market work. All right. It seems really clear to you and me, and perhaps it's clear to the listeners. I would guess that it is. Is this naivete? Is this uh, uh, malfeasance? What do, what do you suspect the politicians who keep agreeing to these arguments and, and these tax breaks, what do you think their motive is? Is it really, you know, they're just gullible or do they know better? It just sounds good and it gets them reelected. Well, I would argue some of them know better. Um, but But I think for a lot of people, when you look at this entire process, because I've heard them say, you know, they've said this to me, well... We're not able to lower taxes across the board, but this way we're we're reducing taxes in this way. Well, yeah, you're reducing taxes for this particular entity, not across the board, and that is picking winners and losers. I also think sometimes I wonder if these people are are have been suppressed as you know entrepreneurs, and they're viewing their elective office as a, an opportunity to you know be the next great robber baron or something, and they can say, oh, look at what we created. And the answer is, of course, you didn't create it. What you did was you diverted taxpayers' money. And unfortunately, often, you don't create anything. In fact, the money gets misspent. We also know that they're all there for the ribbon cutting when the the shiny new building is open. There's nobody there when that building is shut down saying, yep, I was responsible for wasting your money on this. Brenda Talent, Show Me Institute. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having me, Gary. And have, folks can visit us at showmeinstitute.org to read more. Uh, there you go. Showmeinstitute.org. Brenda Talent.